Weekend Rental episode 116. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. My name is Ryan. As always, I'm joined by Andy. Hey. And Biff. Hey, guys. All right. Very special episode. It's been long overdue. Used to be the staple every episode we did it. Buy, rent, burn. If you aren't familiar, you're a new listener to the podcast. What buy, rent, burn is, is we pick a game generally for a given system. Uh, we each pick a title and we we decide which of those three games we would personally buy, rent, or burn. And by burn, we mean light on fire. Uh, we went with shooters this go round uh, for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. Um, so we're going to talk about that right off the bat. I'm excited. It's It, it was good to do one again. Um, we're going to talk about the games in no particular order, I guess. Uh, we went with Truxton. And I think I'm saying this right. Is it Gary's? Gary's? Is, is there is there a good way to say this? I was gonna say if you could figure it out, let me know. Garius. Yes. <laughs> and then Lightning Force. Those are the those are the three shooters. I don't want to start off with Truxton. Um, there's a reason for that. I think all of us who have played it can kind of speak to why that would be. Let, let Let's start with let's go reverse order. Lightning Force. Up first, initial thoughts. What did you guys think? That was amazing. (laughs) That was a pretty game. Like, the graphics are just amazing in that game. Yeah. Background, foreground. So good. I thought it was interesting, and I know we're supposed to talk about one game at a time, but the order I played them in, just, it was amazing the difference a year made. So it was yeah. like 1989, 1990 or 91 or 90, 91, 92, whatever it was. And so this lightning force was the last one. Oh, really? Uh, like around 92. And so just to see how much it progressed from Truxton being kind of the first one and just progressing, it was leaps you know and there's flaws for sure there's flaws to the game but uh man beautiful game hard as nails that's i'm not gonna lie i did three continues off of that first like 30 seconds until i realized the whole capture mechanic to power up your ship like i couldn't get through that first wave of like the thin ships like a gradius sort of like I, I don't know how to describe them but like i was pissed i was pissed at that game i loved what i was seeing and i was like no this thing sucks and then i broke through that and this became like a, oh this thing is a this thing's amazing like if i had if i had had a little less patience i probably would have just like instantly forgotten this game but i'm glad i didn't you yep. It's uh, what I really loved about the game, too, is most shooters, when you die, you lose all your power ups and all that. In this game, you can just like bank your power ups and use them when you want. Even if you die, you still have the cool special shots unless they're replacing, you know, your your basic front and back ones. But yeah, I mean, it it just it's really impressive, like all the 
scrolling and stuff on that. And yeah, I don't know. It had probably the most slowdown out of all of them, but yeah. I could understand why <laughs> with what they were trying to do. But yeah, I'd say my biggest complaint with this one was like, it was probably easily the most graphically impressive. Um, but I think it was, it didn't have enough restraint for its own good. Um, and that's where I kind of feel like with this one, I feel like there was, like, I, I don't know what stage you guys started on. It started on the water stage. Um, that thing kind of becomes a nightmare. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And the sound design is good. Not great. Um, it's def- definitely Genesis. Um, but I think that's kind of what made me maybe not appreciate this one as much as some of the others is like, it was just, it was pushing everything, but maybe to the detriment of like the gameplay being forefront is, is kind of my overall takeaway. Yeah, I agree. I I actually think from an audio standpoint, it, the music itself was really good. The sound effects, like you said, I think they were kind of pushing, like trying to put as much as they could in. And especially when you'd get a power up in that Japanese voice would jump oh, in so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but then the reason it seemed like how they got it, I'm up. all the music shuts off Yes, in that moment. And so if it happens multiple times, like it just cuts in order for them to have that, that vocal track in. Yeah. And so that's weird, but very, I don't know, very shooter esque anyways, because a lot of those Japanese shooters have those weird, like, you get yeah. a power up and they're like, hiya, or whatever. That was, was really racist. It Sorry. was very SNK, to be honest. Like, yes. I really felt like they were chasing SNK on this one. Yeah, absolutely. But visually, incredible. Yeah, incredible. But uh, yeah, the audio, they were pushing it. And for Genesis, I thought it sounded pretty good. I'm still surprised with all three of these games that they're on the Genesis. I never associate yeah. Genesis with shooters. I always picture sports games yeah. <laughs> essentially. And so it, that kind of blew my mind. Like, wow, there's a really solid shooter on yeah. the, on the system. Like I will say like the sound design in all of these games is excellent. I will say this one, this one blew out the sound more than the other two by far. Like it had a very ambitious soundtrack, but it was like, a little again, a little bit of moderation would have helped this thing not sound so like messy. Uh, and and that's kind of how I feel like again about the whole thing is like it was just so much that it it damaged the overall product. I feel like yeah, this was a, the only one that I wanted to see through the end, so I put infinite chips on, and <laughs> it like at the end, it it's just arcade level hard where it's just like you die every. 20 seconds you know and it's i it's one of those like it's amazing if anybody can actually pull that off without you know oh yeah for sure without cheats but and that startup screen the startup screen awesome you know where it's like yeah yeah, like it's just it looks so good it's actually funny between like how close that startup screen is between this one and gary's like Mm. i like like the the first like five seconds, you're like oh they're very they're very similar, but yeah. I like how like when you get the options too, they also shoot out the power ups too. 
mm-hmm. you don't see that in a lot of these type of games you know and that's where i had the biggest slowdown is i had like the uh the boomerang things or whatever on the options and it was like a thousand bullets on the screen at the same time it was really running it was really chugging like frame by frame it was <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool stack that with like seven layers of parallax scrolling and yeah, it slows exactly. down a little bit yeah <clears throat> what do you guys want to talk about Gary's or Gary's or Glories or Gary's. whatever next? Because I feel like that's the next most comparable one. And and that's the one that like I'd gotten these like they're so comparable that I'd gotten this backwards in my head. It was it was Gary's or Gary's that really threw me off in the first 30 seconds. That was the one where I didn't understand the mechanics. It wasn't as straightforward. I didn't realize the whole capture to power up thing. Um, and it felt super punishing and I had to restart a lot until I got through it. Um, I like the sound design in this one music wise, probably the best visually. I don't know if it's my favorite, but everything is very distinct and very colorful. The background, the foreground is nice. I like that each stage progresses with like very short, like 40 to a minute and 30 long sections. And I don't know. It just, it's a game that you start off thinking like, as ah, BS. And then like the longer you get into it, I found myself getting really sucked into. I mean, how can you not with the cutscenes? Oh God, they're so good. Right. <laughs> yes. You, like those are the things that just draw you in right away. Where Anime it's, chicks. Yes. it's not yep. your typical shooter. You know, most shooters, you, you just jump right into it. You're blowing things up and you're like, screw story. don't even need that because I don't even know what's happening. And this, you know, they're trying to to build a story with it. They have the characters and they actually look phenomenal, yeah. I think, for, for Sega Genesis. And um, out, out of all the shooters, this is probably the most difficult or I felt was yeah. the most yep. challenging and unforgiving. <laughs> and um, but yeah, like you said, the the visuals were good. It was just the right amount where it wasn't pushing pushing the game so hard or the hardware so hard where it almost sounded like sound was clipping and you know, it just didn't seem like it was pushing it to the limits as much. Yeah. And so I appreciated that. I really like, you know how shooters, especially like this bullet hell genre, if that's what you want to call it it's hard to like pick up the bullets, you know, with the enemies cause they're flying everywhere. And sometimes they tend to blend yeah. into the background. This one, it, everything, like you said, was very distinguishable and made it, even though it's hard as nails made you keep on playing it in, in a kind of infinite loop. That's, that's interesting. Cause I was, I was having a harder time because every time you shot something, it would have the same type of explosion, like red and orange explosion off sure. of it. And most of the bullets were also red and orange fire, you know. So I was having trouble discerning which ones were bullets and which ones were me shooting something. And I'm with you there. Like, at least during the opening segment, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think like you just close your eyes when you play it. Yeah. I That's think what you have to do anyways. Yeah. I think like what what was the eye opener for me was like there are some shooters that you play where 
if you die and fuck up, you might as well restart over. And once I realized that like this was that game, I was like, okay, I get it. Like I just, I have to get in the Zen mode. I have to do the perfect run. And then like, once you got there, I was like, I love this. Like each new area felt awesome. The new ships were crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I like the back and the foreground stuff. I I do think like the initial like level of that, at least the first half of that initial level is pretty messy. It's it's a bad introduction to a great shooter. Um, but I think if you can push through that, I think it, it you know, maybe it's there to weed out people, right? Like, I don't know. It was good. Yeah, I mean that first part you just like this is just gradius with yeah, you know 100%, the capture yes. stuff, you know. Oh I, yeah. It, Actually, there was a lot of that like Gradius or life force in it where you do have that precision flying where you're going kind of in like these little sections. And so there were many times I was picturing like the walls cutting in <laughs> just like life force where you're in this like human body or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, so there you could definitely see that they're pulling elements from a lot of different different great shooters which is good yeah if only we knew how to pronounce it yeah well it just got re-released i think limited run put out a cartridge of this now oh well well, maybe we can catch it at the end of the year sale so i can buy more games that they can ship to me that they haven't shipped to me yet that i bought like (laughs) Like next year sale you mean yeah Yeah. Uh, i'll get it next year yeah. Well, apparently like, well, not apparently, but their end of the year sale, they have it on hand supposedly, but still waiting for my Scott Pilgrim. Thanks. Limited run. But, yeah. yeah. I have no idea why. And you just said, apparently like that kid came up in my mind from that vine. Like apparently, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but well, the kid keeps on seeing him. Apparently, apparently we got one more shooter left. We sure do. And it's Truxton, which I think all of us probably have burned in our brains because of classic game room, CGR, and Mark screaming R. Truxton. R. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a good channel before he went ballistic and hated the internet. But uh, Truxton is is the only vertical scrolling shooter we have here. I would argue that it's also the most traditional. Um, doesn't make it bad. Um, but in 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 the context of this Byron burn, my opinion would be that it doesn't make it bad. However, it does make it familiar, graphically solid but uninspiring. Sounds solid and uninspiring, and has a oh, power up system. Say sound is terrible. <laughs> has a power up system that I am familiar with and appreciate so much more on blazing lasers that as much as I think Truxton is a great game, it just, it doesn't hang with this group. Like these are all great games. It just doesn't hang. No, I I agree. So first off, this is the type of shooter I like. I like vertical shooters. I just prefer it, you know? And, And so that stood out already. And when I'm lining up the two games, I know graphically it's not as great, not as sexy. In my mind, the sound sounded like uh, PGA golf uh, from uh, from the Sega Genesis, and just it just seemed 
kind of odd in this place. In the heartbeat, yeah. <laughs> in the heartbeat. Um, but yeah, it is a familiar shooter. Not overly difficult. Um, yeah, just simple, tight controls, very tight controls. And so I, I appreciated that. But again, you got to kind of look at, you're not comparing apples to apples, really, because this is something like one of the first shooters on it, you know, 1989. And so they were doing the best that they could with what they knew at that time. And so I, yeah, I, I appreciate it. I actually really, really enjoyed it. Probably more so on the, the vertical side, the boss fights are really weak, you know, mm. they're, they really overpower you, overpower you, which is kind of fun in a way where you're just like, nothing can stop me now. And you throw like a couple of bombs or whatever, and it's, it's over. Um, and so I, I appreciate that part where you can sit down. It doesn't stress you out. It doesn't make you sweat out. Like, I don't know what's happening. It's very manageable. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy how many of these shooters have like the exact same power almost to the color too. You know, it's just like how, how much that transferred over, but yeah, it, I mean, it moves really solid and it's, you can play really fast and everything's predictable. It's not like you said, those like walls closing in on you just to be like, uh, F you, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, you can tell it's definitely on the earlier side compared to the other ones for sure. I feel like it's the most well known for some reason, you know, I don't know. I really haven't heard of the other games. And so, uh, when you talk about shooters on the Genesis, like Truxton, I feel like always comes up where, where it's, it's just a given, like that's the one. Then I kind of wish people would mention the other ones just because, <laughs> They're ones I've I've never heard, but you're the Genesis guy, so you kind of know like if these are well known or yeah. Well, I think the Lightning Force one gets a little weird because it's actually Thunder Force Four. Four. So there are other Thunder Force games. It's just I think that one got lost in the shuffle because they changed their name for whatever reason. But because Thunder Force wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. Well. Do we rank him? The uh, verdict time. It's gonna be a tough this one. This is tough. Yeah, this one's tough. So let's 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 go through. We're gonna go back to the top. We're gonna decide which one we would personally buy, rent, or burn, and uh, we're gonna start off with Andy as we as we do. Yeah, my uh, buy is gonna be Lightning Force. That might be one of my favorite Genesis games ever. Okay, <laughs> it's it's something to behold. It's definitely something to be like. Sh- show somebody that you that has never seen it. You Did know? you experience this as a kid? No. Okay. I okay. have no idea. I've I think I've played Thunder Force Two or something like that before, but um, and maybe I've popped them in here and there, but I'd, I've never really done an extensive play on any of these really, and this one just blew me away. You know, a lot of that stuff you look at and you're like, they told me that you couldn't do this on, you know, a Genesis. That's what everybody yeah. was like. Oh, this Super Nintendo can do it, but Genesis can't. And it's like, here we are. Yeah. Looking at something that 
should not be happening. Yeah, that, you know, Genesis. it's funny. Like I didn't mention that when we were talking about it, but like I got to that water stage, that first one, like five seconds in, I was like, fuck mode seven. Like <laughs> yeah. Genesis does <laughs> like, cause it's so good. Like that scrolling is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And, uh, it's, it's just the most full featured one, I guess. Sure. Of all of them that I liked. Um, and I think my rent is going to be Truxton just because I, you know, I really like Biff. I really love the vertical shooters too. Um, it, but it does have it. It's blazing lasers. It's right. And, but super solid, even for how simple it is, it's just, it's tough. To, it's, it's, it's a great game, but it's just tough to compare it to these other two. Um, but uh, I'm probably going to burn Guy Rez. Gary? And Gary's. Yeah. <laughs> Gary's Kitchen? So, sorry. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> Gary's Kitchen. Gary's Battle Tanks. Battle Tanks. <laughs> yeah. And not to say that it's a bad game because I really like that game too. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely the hardest one out of all of them, I would say, by far. And uh, there wasn't anything in there that was really wanted me to be like oh i want to see the rest of this too much i don't know solid enough biff how about you this is tough i mean they're all i would say solid games and two of them are very similar as far as just like visual audio stuff like that but i'm gonna go with buying lightning force Again, I think it's just, it's superior. I think the the look was incredible. It was hard, but not unforgiving. Um, yeah, so that that is going to be my buy, my rent. I'm perplexed. I think I'm going to go with Truxton as well. Again, that's a vertical shooter. I like it. It is a little bit easier than the other ones so it's one that you don't have to think about a whole lot you can sit down and play and get pretty good at it um and burning and burning is such a strong word for this one just because it's it's so good but uh we're gonna burn gary i guess um it is difficult but I feel bad saying that just because it's so good. They're all good. They're all winners in my book. Everybody gets a participation ribbon. Yeah. So what about you, Ryan? Yeah. I mean, I'm with you guys. I don't think like in the context of what we do here that any of these games are bad. I think they're all exceptional. Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I, I'm going to buy Gary's or Gary. Um, Gary's. I thought the restraint in the visual department and then like the depth of field and like the graphics were a better presentation overall um, and less obnoxious than some of the other picks. Um, it's, it's the most difficult hands down, but like I found it the most rewarding as I continued to play it. Um, so I liked that. I'm a sucker for blazing lasers. So Truxton gets my rent. Uh, it's a, it's a Genesis blazing lasers. I mean, it's, it's, arguably all around the weakest visual audio and control wise, but it's still like a super solid game. Um, loved it. And 
I'm going to burn lightning force, not because I think it's bad and that I didn't have fun with it. I, as you said, I like the power up system. I love the option system. I love the, the, the ability to like flip through. I just think it's like, it's so garish in trying to push the system that it's like a detriment to the functionality of the game. And that it doesn't make it a bad game. It's still a fucking awesome game, but like it just takes away from like the gameplay a little bit too much for me to put it above the other two. But I, I love these all. They're great. I, I, I'd burn that one, but I'd pull it right back out of the fire and take their degree burns on my hand in a second. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. Well said. Are these, are these expensive games? I, I didn't even look them up. Are they, I think Truxton is like 50, up? 60, but I don't know about the other two. Yeah, they're all kind of around that range, I would say. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're good. I mean, none of them are biohazard battle, but, you know, they're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been a while since I've said it, but that's another Byron burn in the books. So, there we go. That felt good. God, it did. I really it did. Not gonna I lie, by Ramperin. I loved playing some retro stuff. Maybe we do another one Soon. next episode Shooter. or other. Shooters, shooters are so nice too because, like, you it's a known quantity for the most part of what you're yeah. getting into. I agree. But you know what's not a known quantity of what you're getting into? Saturday morning All Star hits. <laughs> Anybody watch it? I recommended it to a couple people. Anybody watch it? No. I it's it's on the list, but my oh. wife has has uh oh. you know the witch the, the the witcher came you out. You should be done with that. There kinda, wasn't enough tips. Oh, I thought you were calling your wife a witch. <laughs> I was like, the witch. I was like, okay. There was not enough boobs in the witcher season two. I was like, I gotta leave. So this one woman got impaled by a tree penis, but that wasn't enough. Uh, and I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> gross. But it did. Watch the footage. Uh, anyway, uh, Saturday morning, All-Star Hits or Smash is a Netflix series that if you were between the ages of 36 and probably 45, you owe it to yourself to watch this thing. They basically <laughs> took the Saturday morning arcade block and turned it into like a parody of itself. And they did it. With such care, it's all found footage. Like it looks like somebody's popping a recorded tape into a VCR. It's all four by three. They've they've copped like all these great shows, like Denver: The Last Dinosaur. They spoof it. Care Bears spoof it. Uh, Bobby's World spoofed. Uh, Pro Stars, which we can get into. Uh, we watch. We, yeah, Pro Stars was the thing we watched in the show, right? Well, they spoof yep. it in this series, and it's called Pro Bros, and it's about the less famous, less talented brothers of the famous athletes who are actually in the <laughs> NBA. It's fucking hilarious, and uh, they do this all with like, oh god, the the care to this show is like unbelievable, and it's all super upbeat, but yet incredibly depressing. And you watch this thing, and they make fun of like. Um, he-man and um uh thundercats more importantly and it progresses like it i don't want to give away too much i just want to rave about what a must watch this is because it starts off as one thing like you think you've watched like two or three episodes and you understand this show but then it takes this arc that carries you exactly through our 
our youth where it, it spins off into Nickelodeon. It spins off into the war against drugs and Reaganomics. It spins off into the OJ chase fucking oh dateline. Like, I don't want to give away too much, but like, <laughs> God, it was like everything you remember from like a couch kid catching cable as you grew up. And it is hilarious. It is. It's great. Like, so is it, is it, like purely living in those times or are they trying to take those old things and like make jokes references to today? Nope. They, okay. They really try not to make jokes to today. Like it, it's, it's contextualizing and making fun of everything that you remember from your youth and like sort of adult swimming it, but not getting to like the absurdity and the foulness. Like it's still very much adult. Um, But like, yeah, you, they basically take the arc of like, Saturday morning cartoons from about 1986. And then it arcs and ends with the creation of MTV and the birth of VJs is like, I I don't want to say too much because you guys need to watch it. And everyone who hasn't seen this needs to experience it, but I've never watched a show that was more 100% made for me. I watched it twice through in like a three day period. There's about eight episodes. Uh, It's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's great to hear, because like I think early Robot Chicken was kind of doing that same type of thing. Yeah. For, you know, for me. But then they started getting into, you know, like newer stuff and then they would like mix in like newer references and newer people. And it just. No, this is like this is so incredibly concise and like of the time and of our childhoods that like, God, it's it's like this incredible time capsule. So it's it's very Zuzzy Zazz. Which which you'll find out. So if you, <laughs> All right. if you don't zuzz, you don't. If you have to zuzz, you have to. You can't zazz. That's can't yep. zazz. Right. Huh. Watch that it. Sounds, I'm yeah. kind of excited now that I uh, I kind of want to watch it. Yes, please stick with it. Like you're gonna. I urge everyone who hasn't seen this and is listening. Like you're gonna think you get it. You most certainly don't see it through. Like it, it really goes places in a way that I don't want to spoil, but was great. So 60 minutes, it Dateline, it's everything. It's like, I wish there would have been a rescue 911 parody in there. Oh my god, That gosh. would have been like the icing on the cake, but maybe there's a season two. We'll see. So. Huh. My wife started watching a show. Well, I guess. Not recently, but has been watching. It's called Nine One One. So I mean, it's it's like any police show nowadays. Or not Reno Nine One One? No, not Reno Nine One One. I think it's just called Nine One One. That's I was like, oh my gosh, Rescue Nine One One. Let's sit down and watch it. And and she's like, yeah, it's so good. And I sat down. And I'm like, oh, this is a TV show. She's like, yeah, isn't it good? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. So I left the couch. I was over it. My wife watches that one too. And it's like, it just annoys the hell out of me because they make the most ridiculous like situations that a 911 call would be. And it, it's just so unbelievable. And they try and pass it off. Like these are real people doing this. It's like, oh, so it's not like based on reality. It's not like reenactments. No, no, it's oh. just all, it's all scripted. It's yeah. That's and then they the all, joy you know, of their original rescue. 911, right? Exactly. 
it's basically Grey's mm. Anatomy, but oh. yeah, cops and firefighters and stuff. Right. Which, just to go down a, a quick path on those, so spending, you know, Christmas Day kind of chilling at home doing that. My wife was watching a couple of those shows. How many times do these, like, police officers on, like, Chicago med pd whatever it is how many times do they get shot and like how many times like are people shooting at them well like, that's not real life about as many you times know, as they you... fuck which is every day apparently <laughs> every episode yeah it just blows me away where i'm like this is not even realistic yeah that's a bummer a cop can't deal with that much issues <laughs> <clears throat> so speaking of dealing with issues like i know you didn't put it on the outline but I'm waiting for it. I I urge you to do it. Firewatch. I want to hear. I want to oh. hear the. I want to hear the breakdown. What? You chase those teens. What do you think? <sighs> Was it the experience okay. I sold it to be? You, you you go. You go. All right. So sit back, guys. Buckle in. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to be a journey. I got some text. So I have a little bit of a clue, but okay. So so Firewatch. This is my first experience playing Firewatch. I had no idea what to expect. You you told me nothing. You said I just said play one one sitting was my only recommendation. Don't, yeah, don't get up and move. Just play the game. It's four hours, five hours long, and just sit back. And so, the first twenty minutes is just taking you through this like roller coaster of okay, you meet this girl, you you know, uh, you hang out. How many kids do you want? What what kind of dog? And so. <laughs> I'm playing the game as, okay, decisions matter. And so this is going to determine what kind of guy I'm going to be. Of course, I'm a, I'm a good guy. Yes. That's my wife. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so I'm, I'm making all these decisions. Do you want to put her in a nursing home? Do you want to put your, your wife or just take care of her? Or you want to go, go to the bar? How are you going to take care of your wife while she's sleeping and you want to go to the bar? So all of these things are unfolding. And to fast forward all the way to the end and be like, oh, the decisions don't matter (laughs) at all. I think it's to put you in a frame of mind where you're disillusioned and hopeless is what it is. So disappointing. And so there was many moments. So let's rewind a little bit become fire watcher you're up in the tower and i was like oh this is just kind of a zen thing and so like a little bit of context like you are a disillusioned husband whose wife is chronically ill and you decide it'd be best for you to leave society and go out into the woods work for the forest service and man a remote secluded fire tower but go ahead yes yes yeah absolutely i didn't want to give all the details just in case someone wants to play because i think it's important so Yes, the game has been around for a while. So you're this fire watcher. And so I didn't know what to do. And so I was just kind of like looking around. And all of a sudden, this chick starts calling me up. And uh, I personally was getting attached to this lady <laughs> where I was like, she seems really nice. I'm I'm having some issues. My My wife doesn't even know me. And she's in Australia. We got a mess going on here. And so, you know, just that whole thought, you know, going, 
uh, going through that. And then you're like, oh, how is this going to unfold? How is this going to, I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to find this person. And again, disappointment in the <laughs> very end where I was like, wait a second, you didn't wait for me. Like I asked you to, because like, my decisions don't matter. I mean, without giving too much away, like it's that whole like vulnerability betrayal and then like crushing like emptiness i think that like makes that i think it makes it something that only could exist in that exact medium and i think that like when you sit back and think about it when you're done with it regardless of how you walk away because like i'm with you like i get what you're i get what you're feeling like i think that's like wow that was that was special right yeah yeah you're looking for the happy ending you know, I, I think that's just how we're conditioned. Yeah. That you're going to go through all this bad stuff. You're going to be alone. And then something big's going to happen that's going to benefit you. And I think most games that we play have conditioned us. You know, you traverse, do whatever, you beat the boss, you're victorious, you have the princess, etc. And so to have this game go the opposite direction of what you are anticipating Cause you meet this girl and it, as you're like flirting with her or just talking with her, you're like, Oh, I know where this is going to go. Now we're going to meet up. It's going to be a happy ending story. Well, yeah, it, it just takes a turn where you're not expecting. And so like emotionally, not like I'm sitting in front of my TV, just bawling, but I was like, wait, wait a second. No, I feel, I feel worse. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel good. Like you become this character in a way. When you almost and, second guess uh, everything because like right. the whole narrative is audio. Like, did it really happen? Like, was it in your head? Like, yeah. right. Was I even here? Ooh. You know, am I <laughs> oh, the person deep. who's in Australia? You, you don't know, right? Right. <laughs> well, see, visually, it's a pretty, I mean, it's a basic game, you know, visually. But the way you can definitely tell they didn't have a big budget because they could only create one character. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. but it it was one of those things that they could tell a story mm -hmm. like that was incredible. So as soon as the story started, they get you sucked in and you don't like, you don't care about the graphics. You don't care about, yeah, like what you're doing Well, I'm just walking around opening these, cash boxes and dealing with drunk teenage girls <laughs> you know like you just don't care about that you just want to keep on traversing and i found myself like just wanting to talk to the girl in the tower which sounds really weird now that i say that out <laughs> loud but uh yeah it was i agree it was an experience that i'm really glad that I played, I'm bummed how it went, but still glad it went that way, I guess, if that makes sense, just because well, it's unpredictable for me. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you're, you guys are really talking about that aspect of the game of the girl in the tower and everything. And yeah, I got that part, but th the part that really stuck with me was just like the mystery of the other stuff that was going on. Sure. And then they're building up this mystery to be just this one huge thing. And you're like, oh, my gosh, there's what's going on here. And then you find out and you're just like, oh, and that just kind of like it soured the whole thing a little bit because it didn't 
they had such a big ramp and then they just kind of drop you. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I get it. Like it's underwhelming and it also sours like the whole dynamic on you, but it also like, I think in doing that, it also grounds it in reality. Right. And like the, the human fragility, which is, I think what it starts out trying to do, but yeah, yeah. like I, I totally I, get it. Like I was like, fuck that whole thing. <laughs> like, but I still I, loved I, it. Right. I, I just don't think they needed to keep ramping up the mystery yeah. as high as they did. If they would have just had a couple things that were like, oh, something weird's going on and then drop it on there. But the places that they went, yeah, it was I like, think, oh. I think some of that, though, too, is like it's it's like your own. It's your own thought process because of the medium, right? Like, I think, like, they made a decision that, like, I am playing a video game. Therefore, it must go here. And I mm-hmm. feel like the fact that they pulled it back and like restrained it and put it in reality sort of makes it like the unique thing that it is. But ultimately, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't reach the, we're so used to the climactic otherworldly or bigger than life thing to like go up against or battle or solve that in the context of a video game. Yeah, it is sort of, it is jarring and a little bit disappointing. I I agree. I think that, I mean, there were many times that I I was playing a, just to add to what you're saying that you're like, what what is this? This has got to be big, you know. Uh, like you get to the the fire um, the firefighters are not at the camp, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, what the heck? Where did they go? And you're building this like there's something bigger happening. There's some government cover up thing yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you expect. L- someone's listening to our conversation. Why are they listening? What's going on? And then you get to the radio tower area. And then that was another thing that I was like, Oh, this is something's going to unfold. And it just kept on like taking you to the next place. And then you're like, Oh, nothing happened. Nothing happened. (laughs) And so, yeah, that expectation of like something big is going to happen. And when you look at the whole layout of the game it doesn't even matter you know the decisions that you're making doesn't even matter the mystery really doesn't even matter it doesn't like add to the story anymore i believe that the story is just between you and the other fire tower watch lady and that's that's all that matters if she exists yeah if yeah. she even yeah. exists yeah and so it, it's those things that yeah, that that blew my mind on like a deep level where it's like none of it matters. It it doesn't even matter. <laughs> and so the one thing that matters you don't get. And so yeah, it's just super bizarre. Yeah. I completely forgot about those questions at the beginning. Do they do they end up doing anything in the game? I think I think no, I don't think so. I think they're to make you buy into your own morality, which I think is like what the whole experience is about. I but suppose because I, I knew that's how you come. So it's basically how do you treat your wife? And then when it comes to this girl in the tower, Mm -hmm. do you flirt with her? Do you ignore her? Do you talk to her? And I was trying to play it like straight all the way where I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to talk to her. And then again, it doesn't matter because it's going to happen anyways. The, you know, what she's going to say is going to happen regardless or. And like, it's worth noting that like the actor, he, I forget his name. He was also in Mad Men, but like the voice acting in this is, is top tier. Um, Mm -hmm. It is, it is a, 
in my opinion, it's a, it's a game that like transcends like media and like format. And it's so well done concise. And like, there are flaws, like as any pointed out, there, there are major flaws, but like, you can't go through this and walk away without like not having this thing have burned into your memory for some reason or another, mm-hmm. whether it's positive or negative. And like that says a lot about Firewatch, I think. Phenomenal game. Great topic. I don't even know if it's a game, to be honest. It's it's an experience. <laughs> it's like it is. It's it's a little more involved than like a journey or brothers, but like not much. It, it's yeah. just a narrative, right? I'd like to find another game like that. I was already looking. Is there going to be a sequel? Is there something? Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, that was like the last one I think I played like that where I was like, holy shit, blew me away. But there will be something, right? Oh, yeah. A way out. That, was that before or uh, after? Uh, after, but it did not blow me away. That one did at the end. Uh, that's pretty bad. That was, I think, a good story. It's got terrible gameplay, though. Plus, it's like it has a couple four naked hours guys. too long. Yeah. If you're into that. <laughs> if you're into that. <laughs> you know what Andy's into? What's that? Men. Spider-Men. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. Oh, gosh. Let's hear it. You watched it, right? Yeah. So Best thing I. ever. Did you both? Yeah. Why? You don't like Spider-Man or movies or anything. Why did you go see this? My daughter loves Spider-Man. And so. Ever watched my the Amazing or Into the Spider-Verse and call it good. <laughs> mm. All right, Andy, your thoughts. Uh, I think it sold me pretty hard on some nostalgia stuff that I didn't realize that I was that nostalgic for you're really into toby mcguire and you didn't know it <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah i don't know i just I, I didn't think i really cared about those movies as much as i did but then seeing that again it was like oh that's cool the other guy i don't give a shit about but what's the other guy's name uh, the guy who screwed up the trilogy because he blew off the head of sony uh i forget dipshit is it can we just call him dipshit <laughs> sure yeah but I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's just one of those things like, okay, they kind of mind a nostalgia pretty hard for something in, right? like this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, you mean the middle guy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, I, I can't think of his name, but. Cause it doesn't matter. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. So, I mean, sorry for spoiling it. I think that's a lot of people know at this point that they're in there. Yeah. I was spoiled. I was spoiled by my, what? my Google assistant mm, <laughs> bitch. about it. So well, at least she didn't yeah. tell you to stick a penny in like the light socket or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 But it's, this is like one of those, uh, it's just like one and done. And then you like, eat. you can't do anything else with that. You right. can't do anything better with Spider-Man. You just kind of used up your token on that. I mean, it had to be like the climax of like Sony partnering with like the Marvel Disney stuff, right? Yeah. For the most part. I hated it. it. Is it the best (laughs) Spider-Man thing you've seen though? Like, cause I've heard from people who have seen all of them and like, 
it hasn't necessarily like topped the crown. Like where, where does this fit for you? <sighs> I'd have to answer that six months from now, I think, because it's one of those things that I think was really good when you saw it. And then later you're going to be like, yeah, they just, it's, it wasn't that good. They just, you know, pulled your heartstrings on a lot of other stuff. And, Is it better you know, than into the spider verse? I don't think so. Okay. Um, that's just such a cool movie. That could be anything. And that would be an awesome movie. Yeah. I feel like that's such a hard one to top. Cause like, I, like, I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm not a superhero guy. I'm not necessarily an animated film guy, but that did everything so exceptionally well that like, I can't look at any of the other things that in that realm, the same afterwards. Yeah. Well, I will probably see this even though I'm not, I've not seen, no, I saw homecoming. I haven't seen the second one. So I'll probably watch this when it comes to, I assume Disney. At some point, after uh, I don't know, I I think the Spider Man ones aren't on there. Really? Yeah, because they're. No, I think they the are. Free Guy they? even made it to Disney, and that had like really? some weird contractual stuff. But okay, yeah, um, I'm not I'll sure. watch it at some point. It'll be at, like I'll probably buy the Blu-ray from Redbox for like two ninety nine <laughs> at some point. So it's true. Do you like the like Marvel humor? Yeah, like the okay, that's a lot of that in this one. Yeah. I think I like it contextualized best in like, again, guardians is like my pinnacle. Cause like, I don't care about the superhero stuff and guardians is sure. like, so left field, but it's in that realm. You know, I'll get, I liked the, the, what was the last one? Ling Chow, Chi Ling, Shao Lang. That was good. Oh, I, haven't even, I haven't even seen that. One that one's funny. It's on Disney. I liked that mm-hmm. one, but again, I like it when I go in with no expectations, no idea who the character is and like, yeah, it's a good, dumb, big, stupid box office movie. So I'll probably like this. My, my experience is very different oh. than, than Andrew's here. <laughs> yes. Um, I hated it. I hated everything <laughs> about it. And there, there's a moment that I may have to go back and watch it again just to confirm, did I really hate this or was I angry? Cause I was in a movie theater. I'm not really sure. Also um, fair, yes. Yeah. It, so here's my here's my quibble with Spider-Man and not Spider-Man in general, but the movies. So I think the Tobey Maguire should just be the Tobey Maguire stuff. The Justin Timberlake stuff. I don't even know. <laughs> Justin Timberlake stuff should just be the Justin Timberlake stuff. Oh, it's okay? Tom something, right? Tom Holland, the Tom new Holland guy. Is the new the kid one, yeah. Is the new guy? What's the other guy? Okay. Devin Sawa. I don't know. Gavin DeGraw. It's gonna bother me. Um Andrew Garfield. There That's you what go, Garfield. Yeah, yeah Andrew son of a Garf- bitch. Andy. We hate Garfields yeah. around here. That's right. <laughs> so I feel like the Tom Holland movies should be the Tom Holland movies. Mm. Now, when you're talking multiverse stuff, that pisses me off. Like, I hate it. It doesn't. I'm a realist. This is going to sound so stupid, but I'm a realist watching a Spider-Man movie and being (laughs) like, wait a second. Makes sense. That's not possible. Even though Spider-Man is not possible. But I just have a, I have a problem when movies 
try to pull the nostalgia strings so much where it's mm-hmm. like, let's just bring this together. And they're interacting in this goofy way. And I'm like, no, this isn't, this doesn't add anything to this trilogy that is supposed to be kind of its own thing. And, and so but I had a problem with it. You got to wrap really your head around me. like the Hollywood mindset. Like it is the ultimate payoff because there oh, are the original trilogy so much fans. Money. There's the middle duo fans. There's the Tom Holland Where? fans. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. we're getting all of them. Yeah, that's true. The middle two I know. Uh, I get it. From a business standpoint, so, makes sense. So, so, From my mind, it doesn't make sense. Mini rant. I had to listen to my nieces talk about how the middle two with Dippity Doo were the best two. I was like, are you freaking special and then, and then my brother-in-law goes have you seen the animated one and they're like i don't like animated movies it's like you need to watch into the spider-verse because it is the greatest marvel slash superhero movie i don't care if you don't like animation or not so yeah it was end of side rant people are crazy but to my point it, it, it does prove my point it's like you get everybody under one roof like you're guaranteed box office success right but this new gen Marvel stuff, this new gen Marvel stuff has tied together I feel like so all well. Stuff is like new gen, right? Or am I just so old that I feel like well, that? I mean, the Captain Americas on have tied in so well. Like you have characters popping in from other movies, um, and you can watch them in a chronological order, which is pretty awesome, and it makes sense. And so that Tom Holland stuff makes sense until the end, until this recent movie where you're like, wait a second, this doesn't make sense. Cause you have like some of the, like some universe here, some here, some <laughs> here, let's bring all of the, the villains together. You know, all of this stuff that I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't have to make sense for you because it validates the future of Marvel. They can spin anything <sighs> in any alternate universe they ever want to forever. Well, that's that's, let's just be done. Problem just solved. Be done. Make a good Spider movie and be done. And let's just lock it up and we just, say, "Wow, that was yeah, great." We chill the fuck out. Like I don't, I don't need any more Marvel movies, right? Yeah, there's a lot. There's too many. Iron <laughs> so Man was many. great. Thor's kind of funny. Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy is okay, but like, I don't know. I, I am not the right audience for any of this. It, it's all disposable to me. It, that's going to probably piss a lot of people off, but and I don't mean it to like enjoy your quality superhero movie. Like great, but like it doesn't, these aren't going yeah. in like my top 10 list of all time. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I, I do agree that they're getting really lazy with all this where it's like multiverse stuff just because we can use it to do whatever we want. We can make whatever we want. And I mean, it was already getting bad. Even this movie to start with, it's like, yeah, we need, we need magic. So bring the magic guy in and just, we can do whatever we want with his magic. And then, yeah, it's. Multiverse is the new reboot, right? Like you don't have to wait (laughs) as long. It it shortens the reboot life cycle. Right. We just get a new Captain America, right? From a. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Was there a new Captain America in this movie? Yes. No. Oh, no. Okay. But okay. Yeah. Somewhere in the timeline there is mm, somewhere. 
Wow, I never knew I was so passionate about this. I didn't know you watched movies. <laughs> I, Good for I, you. I'm, I don't. I don't. So, but apparently, I I guess I do. How do I catch them all? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what I got real passionate about again? What? Rocket League. Sideswipe. Oh, no. I found out there's a Rocket League. Uh, Psionics put out a Rocket League 2D mobile game that is Rocket League. On the phone, and it's two minutes long what per you match. Need at work. And uh, all during the holiday season. I mean, hopefully nobody's listening. Oh. But yes, it's good. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of it. I'm level twenty six already. So uh, it's everything you love about Rocket League and hate about Rocket League all in one. But it's in the palm of your hand, and it's incredibly captivating. And I is it a paid app? No, nope, free, hundred percent free. Everything's free. The tier system's free. The seasonal stuff's free. It's awesome. <laughs> Please sign up because mm. I have no Epic account friends to play with on co-op. And the standard modes are 1v1 or 2v2 and then 2v basketball. But fuck basketball. Come on, let's be real. So <laughs> I'll play with you. Yeah, I play a lot of 2v2 and I have no friends to play with. And it's a very good game. And it's exactly like Rocket League in the way that you log in one day and you go on like a just slam dunk like burning through opponent's streak and the next day you like drop down four tiers in like three games and uh it's great it, is it a lot more of a level playing field because i feel like rocket league once you mastered the controls or just got oh yeah just understood the controls you were just way ahead of everybody no, yeah it's 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 exactly the same in the way that rocket league is like to the point where you think you get it you think you know the controls then you find somebody who plays 100 percent different than you and it's all over like it's it i would say it's exactly spot on to like that experience huh. um so i'll go some games where i'm just like crushing it and then i get somebody who plays like they just play into the opposite of like every strategy I have. And I go like a one eight, you know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. It's, it's really good though. Like I said, it's free. Um, it's super addictive. And like in the two minute intervals, the matchmaking's quick. It's a great mobile game. Like put it on your phone, find a, like take a shit, play a game. It's good. <laughs> I just downloaded it. Good, good. Wow. You'll have to add me I'm as ready. your epic friend. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I will. Epic friend. So Santa Claus came to the Douglas house. Oh, my son told me he wasn't real, but okay. Oh, <clears throat> just in case. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, so I was walking around Best Buy and... I, it was one of those moments that I, as I was like looking at games, there was a guy unboxing like the Xbox one S or the series S again, still don't know the names. <laughs> We've been doing this for how long a year or whatever, and still don't know the names of this. And, uh, so I was like, well, I haven't seen one. My son's been, did you get the rocket league playing- Fortnite combo? I sure did. Yeah, I almost bought that. So I'm almost with you in your Christmas experience, but go on. Yeah. So it was that moment that my son's been playing, you know, one of his friends over there and he's like, it, it's great. It's fun. 
we have an Xbox one, but I was like, all right, we don't have a Christmas present for this guy. Yeah. I'm sure we'll split it. I'm sure the like graphical half, update to Fortnite was worth the investment. Uh, <laughs> a half it's a half dad's half, half his. And, okay. um, so wrapped it up and he unwrapped it and, it is depressing as kids get older, they get less excited about everything. And they're just like, Hey, thanks. That's <laughs> kind of where we were. So in this moment, I'm like, I'm picturing how I opened up an NES in 1989, where I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but you never had to open up he, a half step console. It's not like you get like a 2600.2. <laughs> True. Uh, so he opened it up. He was like, Hey, cool. Thanks. And set it up. And to me, I'm like, it looks exactly like everything else. <laughs> and my son was like, this is so sweet. So sweet. I was like, it kind of mm. looks the same. I'm really confused uh, right see, now. See, now, like, you, the, the benefit for you is you put those, the one and the S in, like, separate TVs and then two profiles. Now that's the benefit, right? True. Now you're playing, like, with power. Like, sit 10 feet away with. HDTVs, two profiles. Like we, we already do that just, with PS4 and well, Fortnite. Stuff, I suppose Epic but, account, right? Like you can be in anything. Yep, yeah. yep. So we we jumped into the Series S and started downloading some of those games and not playing them on cloud. And so good. far, it seems pretty fine. It's quiet. It's it's pretty fast. Um, yeah graphically looks almost identical i was expecting uh, something more no, it's funny because like i almost um, bought one too because i was walking through walmart as we were christmas shopping and they had like a shit ton of that bundle and i was like god yep. i could put that in my upstairs living room it's like sleek i could send it on end it's like my xbox like game pass machine and then i was like i got a pc i got an xbox one like you move my xbox one up here and yeah yeah i don't think you made a bad so purchase be- like that's a good goodbye but well, it was it's for him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Wink, wink for him. <laughs> That's why so my name can... was on half of it. Cause it was for him. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't spent a lot of time with it. Yeah. I, anything that he's wanted to play, it's Fortnite, And I've been sitting on the PS4 and he's been <laughs> over there and the, like we're 10 feet away from each other playing. It's hard to argue with a better designed Xbox one X, uh, that, you know, runs quieter, has a better controller. You know, it's a good yeah. purchase, right? Yeah. Yeah. For that price, you can't really beat that. Even if underwhelming, it's a good purchase. Yeah. But even, I mean, I had the same response when I got the, the series X is like, when you get it, you're just like, I had the same reaction as your kid. You're like, thanks Xbox. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It just wasn't all that exciting, but, Right. Yeah. So now I can play optimized lawnmower simulator. Mm. So here's a game I would not recommend. The gunk? The gunk. All I've heard is like seven people tell me that they call it soldiering and it's been enough to make me not want to play it. Oh, I've never heard it. See, that part didn't really bother me bad, that bad or whatever, but. You know, this is the pedigree of the SteamWorld people. And I mean, SteamWorld Day oh, 2 is... Is it the same group? Yeah, I believe it's the same developer and everything. Okay, so, so that's why it's gotten so much clout. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's, I mean, SteamWorld Dig 2 is maybe one of the best oh, Metroidvanias yeah. out there, you know, everything. So I was really excited that they were going to do something and, you know, take it out of that universe and make it as something bigger or whatever. And I don't remember the last time I've actually finished a game and regretted doing it and just being like, that was not a great game. And it's only like four <laughs> hours long, right? That's the only reason why I did it, because it was only four hours long. But man, well, I'm it's... glad we're having this conversation because I was going to install it and play it, but maybe I won't. So it's not bad if you just go through it, just, you know, just play the game 100%. But my type of thing is like, oh, I got to get all of the upgrades and stuff. And the upgrades do absolutely nothing in this game. It's completely pointless to even worry about them. Like one of them is like, oh, you can run a little bit faster or, and then the, you know, some of them are like, oh, this tool that you'll never use because it's, there's basically no combat in the game anyway. So it's, I don't know. And you know, all the secrets and all the puzzles, like the really hard stuff is to find the materials that you use the materials for upgrades. So, so it's more just have, like a walking simulator than anything. Cause there's no real combat uh well, yeah i mean i would i would actually play it that way that would maybe be better to just do it that way and even not even like look at the collectibles and materials that you can do because it's it's just not worth it even i don't know and you know the same it's got the same puzzles even if it's four hours long it's got the same puzzles over and over and over again so do you think it, it was I a matter know. of them like not getting it finished due to like pandemic constraints or like what I don't know. I mean, I mean, you built those worlds like they had to have made the level design and everything. So it just seemed like. Do you think they can do uh, like the leap they did from like SteamWorld to like SteamWorld 2? Like where it's just like, here's this like interesting, but like uninspiring proof of concept and like turn it into something great or. Maybe. But I mean, they the whole upgrade stuff, either you have to scrap all that, which I think takes away a lot of the game. Because then it really, it really is just like the basic, most basic platformer you've ever played that you just occasionally vacuum up some gunk, which that's the other part where it's just like that. It was fulfilling a little bit at the beginning, but after that, it was just like, eh, it's not that much fun. And it's, they just threw it in like every 20 minutes to be like, remember, you gotta, you gotta vacuum up the gunk. So I was listening to the keg cast. They were talking about how like. For what is essentially like a PG game, there's a lot of like shits and craps and stuff in it. And like what, what would have turned like an otherwise like family friendly game into like something that's definitely not. And then GP's like, why didn't they just call it the shit? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Cause yeah, it's like the, everything is colorful and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the art style looks Almost like it almost reminds me of like a psychonaut sort of vibe, right? But like, yeah, with Luigi's Mansion sprinkled in, like gameplay yep. wise. But they so <clears throat> there's a game called Journey to the Savage Planet, which is basically this game, but so much more fleshed out, so much more different biomes and cool stuff, better puzzles. Just like it's a better game in every way than this so this and is probably something where like had it not dropped on xbox game pass day one nobody would probably even be talking about it probably not i you know i don't know what the 
the word is on it, like as far as reviews or anything, but I just can't imagine mm-hmm. too pe- many people are that impressed with it. I, I from what I've heard, because I've been meaning to play it, but I, and I've heard several people's opinions, like it's sort of on par with you, where like it's worth your time in the sense that it's underdeveloped, underwhelming, and it's only four hours. But I think had it not been in those constraints, I don't think anyone would want to give it a wholehearted like pat on the back, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it really is a steam world people that it's just knocked it down a peg where I'm just like, Oh, well, I'm not, it's not a for sure hit for me anymore, you know? Sure. To try it out, but. Well, maybe I'll still give it a go, but it's yeah. disappointing. I was looking forward to it to be in like this cute little, like charming indie game, but yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's not that. Um, the other one I did really like, I haven't quite beat it yet is, uh, there is no game and I I have it on uh PC cause it was on steam sale, I believe, but, uh, it's a point and click adventure game, but the whole premise is basically one big joke and the game is actually trying to stop you from playing saying like there's no game and then you get sucked into a whole bunch of other versions of games, um, that aren't that games that they are but they're parodying it you know pretty hard um i won't get into some of them because they get pretty funny and pretty crazy um but i'll give you one example that just it was so funny because my kids did not understand it in the slightest because it's it's a point and click adventure game so it's you know a lot of clicking around trying to come up with ideas to you know get in somewhere or fix a problem or whatever and the second level is a parody of like LucasArts, like Monkey Island games. So you're like looking at a, a TV and on the side, they even have like the wheel the that you had to, uh, the anti-piracy like wheel from those games and that. Um, but at one point you need to make a ice cream cone and uh, you get a, a cone and then you try and find it, you figure out a way to get a cherry by painting it red or whatever. And then couldn't figure out where, where to get ice cream. And uh, eventually you get a hint about like, oh, you need snow. How about snow or something? So I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. Finally came up with an idea. You turn around, look at the back of the TV, and you pull out the yellow cable on the TV. Uh. and the screen is just all static so you scoop up the snow and my kids just did not understand they're like what (laughs) of course not right what does that mean i don't get it it goes black (laughs) yeah exactly so that was a pretty funny moment where the kids were just did not understand the solution at all but (laughs) i get is that on anything else or is it just bc i think it just came to switch recently which it might it might be okay on there, but I don't know uh, on a gamepad that might be kind of tricky. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on that. I mean, well, at least with the Switch, you got the touchscreen, right? So yeah, yeah, that's cool. I hadn't even heard of that one, so picked it up cheap, I assume. Yep, yep. Nice. Yep. Well, my last topic that I wanted to touch on was: uh, Did either of you see this list? Um, a television network in Japan pulled. 50,000 people 
and it was to rank the hundred best console games of all time, according to Japan. Mm. And this is a wild fucking list that like really shows the disparity. It's basically like tactics, tactics, RPGs, every monster hunter game ever. And then like a sprinkling of like Western developed and like popular titles. But like, (laughs) I don't want to go into all of it, but I thought it'd be fun to like talk through like the top 20. Well, I'm going to go through 21 because I think 21 is interesting. So we'll just kind of go through this and we can kind of share our thoughts. But so starting at 21, according to Japan, greatest games of all console games of all time, Splatoon. Yeah. Next one kind of makes me laugh because it's 20 and it's Minecraft, which is clearly a PC oh, game. Wow. Yeah. 19, Sukaden 2. Uh <laughs> 18 is Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. And then we go into 17, which is the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Followed at 16 by Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm. 15 is Dragon Quest 4. 14 is Pokemon Sword and Shield. 13 mm. blows my mind. Undertale. Uh, 12, I wholeheartedly mm. support. This one happened in the US. Super Mario Kart. Uh, 11 is Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. 10. This makes me sad. Super Mario Brothers 3. 10 is Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm. Uh, 9 is Final Fantasy 10. 8 is Chrono Trigger. Seven Smash Brothers Ultimate. Six is Dragon Quest Three. <laughs> I can't believe this one. Five is Splatoon Two. Um, four is Animal Crossing New Horizon. Three is Final Fantasy Seven. Two is Dragon Quest Five, and number one is Breath of the Wild. Huh. that's interesting. It's so funny, like their lists compared to our lists. And how many RPGs are on their list <laughs> yeah. compared to what we got over here? And just how like, many? F- yeah, we have RPG lovers, but they never yeah. make like a top whatever list. And just That's how many like crazy. foundational games from like the eight and sixteen bit era that aren't in the top fifteen? I mean, the fact that the closest a Mario game gets is ten is shocking yeah. to me. Wow. Especially in that region where that's where it all started. Yeah. They put Tetris at 25. Oh, I mean, that, that's. I, the Legend of I, Zelda is 50 fucking two. Wow. There's got to be some like recency bias on the, that worth Animal Crossing and Splatoon 2, though. Like, Yeah. It's got to be right. And the monster hunter love, which I get, but like, and it's funny too, because like every mother game is in this list in the top 100, every mother game. Hmm. They put just a shot in the dark. Where do you guys think super Mario world ranked in the list of 100? 40. Uh, 61. 97. <laughs> oh my gosh. They thought Romance of the Three Kingdoms was 96 and better than <laughs> Super Mario World. That is. That's crazy. Kirby Air Ride is fucking 70. Kirby Air Ride is on this list. Kirby Air Ride. Wow. What, it, what is like 
can you find the like the highest one that probably didn't have a western release um are they pretty much all over here let's see so if we go back um it's gonna be one of those like mother too dating games yeah that was earthbound okay that's true but so like mother games um oh my gosh let's see Uh, what's Momotoro Densetsu Showa Heisen Ryua Motaiban? Is that be forty one? Oh, yeah. If that didn't get a Western release, mm. yeah, that's 41. Tetris too. <laughs> Could be a Secret of Mana too, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Tales of the Abyss. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, that's that was like a random PS two one. <laughs> I think all of these made it over then, other than. Well. Let's see, I'm trying to look. I think everything got a... I love that Nobodunga's ambition is on here. That, that's a head-scratcher. Um, really? Yeah. What number was that? Uh, that was 78. What? Yeah, I think virtually everything came over to the West. Huh. And Super, Mar- or Super Mario World is less than the yeah, Buckos. So the only thing... so. This, so the only things that were lower on the list than Super Mario World are Persona 4, which I'd probably argue should be higher, uh, Pokemon Platinum, and then Persona 3. Pretty huh. much every Persona game made it. Huh. I'm surprised that like Metal Gear 3 even was up that high. Well, and Metal like, Gear Solid itself made it to 79. But yeah, to me, like the fact that 3 ranked higher than that, because like I, I would argue that most people would rank three behind one uh two behind the other two but yeah it's just... I, I three might be my favorite but it's yeah. so Amer it's so americanized you know right. or russianized as well <laughs> well and, and at that point you were you were used to it right like you didn't have the surprise of like holy shit video games can do this which solid had but mm. yeah yeah undertale at 13 though because correct me if i'm wrong but that started out on steam right Undertale was a PC game. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, what are the qualifications of this list? Like if it ever came to a console, it's like, I don't know. Undertale existed for years before that. Yeah. I think, but it's like the same thing as like Splatoon and probably Animal Crossing. It hits that like cute Hello Kitty shit. Sure. Then then people go crazy about over there, you know? Yeah, that's true. Just a bonkers list though. I looked at it and was like, wow. They put Okami oh. at 29, though. That's it's up there. Yeah. There's a lot of Japanese stuff in there, for sure. But did you expect Apex Legends at 30? I have heard that that's like the like a really big Battle Royale game over there. Really? Yeah. Not all of them. Yeah. I like that one. It's a very fun and good game, but it also makes me feel very bad about myself because I'm terrible. But Yeah. I've won like 10 matches in that entire thing. And I've played like 500. So. I don't think I've won a single one. Me neither. Yeah. But it's definitely the one I was the most engaged in. Yeah. Do you guys want to jump back into it? I mean, I, would. I could try it. We're not going to win. I mean, it it's Titanfall too. Like it plays great. Like it's a great playing shooter. I just suck at it. I'd rather we jump into I I'd rather Titanfall we jump into too. infinite and just keep going. 
Yeah. Or Fortnite. Mm. <laughs> Understandable. Maybe. Understandable. Hey, I got one more great movie recommendation. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah. So it might. Well, if it's anything that ties in with your Spider Man, no, I'm not interested. No, you, you'll like this one. This one is a uh, probably my new favorite Christmas movie. Um, and I think it's getting crazily overlooked because it's only on HBO Max. It's uh, 8 Bit Christmas? 8 Bit Christmas. Yes. I want to see it so bad. Give me your login. Yeah. Give me yeah. your login. So, <laughs> right now. Immediately. I'm going to log in and watch it. <laughs> So, you know, it's like, it's kind of the same thing with Spider-Man. It's, and even like the, the Saturday morning thing you were talking about where it's, it's so much of that nostalgia of, you know, the late eighties, basically early nineties. Um, it is almost a beat for beat Christmas story, but instead of fifties, it's eighties. It's okay if it's done right. I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, and I, that's what I, I think that's my favorite part about it is like, you're watching the Christmas story, but it's so much more stuff that you can relate to. Whereas like Christmas story is a lot less just because of the age disparity. But, uh, this I believe even has a better ending than Christmas story. At least to I me. I mean, they cut the head off a duck. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a better message, I guess, at the end. It's um, not as racist I will, towards Asians. I will say, <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, uh, I think the 8-bit stuff is a little overblown. Like, yeah, a lot of the movie is him trying to find an NES for Christmas. But there's way more to it than just that. Where it's not just like, oh, this is only a video game for nerds, which kind of scares you know, the person that sees 8-Bit Christmas, they'll be like, I'm not going to watch that, where it's just a guy trying to find Nintendo. Um, but it's an actual good movie, and there's a lot of... It's just a feel-good movie. Is it uh, very kid-friendly, or is there jokes in there for the adults? Or Yeah, it's. I would say it's both. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, they, I've heard several people talk about it. I've wanted to watch it, but... I guess I'll have to wait till it comes to something else or he's on Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to, I think it's going to be criminally overlooked. Will you there know? be 24 hour movie marathons of it on TBS in 20 De- years? No, de- no, definitely not. Probably. No. That's a bummer. I don't know if they'll do that for Christmas story either, because the far, <laughs> I think the farther you get away from that, that's even makes it worse. That is any zoomers really mm. like, what were the fifties like? Well, they did it this year and it saved my Christmas cause I hid in the yeah. basement and watched it on loop. So yeah. Well, I need to see it. Yeah. Other than Neil Patrick Harris, any celebrities in it or that kind of it? Uh, there's a couple guys that, well, David uh, cross was in okay. there for a little bit. But other than that, it's mostly it's mostly kids, you know, following kids. Nice. But yeah, you can definitely every little bit of that movie. You're like, yep, this is the same. This is what this is in the Christmas story. <laughs> and this is what this is in the Christmas story. It's just almost a perfect analog. But 
They say it's it's based off of a book, but I don't believe them. Yeah, what book? You all <laughs> yeah, read Eight Bit Christmas? Oh yeah, every time. I read it every yeah. year to my kids. <laughs> no, I want to uh, see it though. That's awesome. They'll probably wait yeah. until like next Christmas to package it then and release it. It'll be like a Thanksgiving thing on Blu-ray and Yeah. Yeah. I I did hear that like Disney and HBO have like reached some sort of agreement where they're gonna like cross post stuff. So really? maybe. Who knows? That'd be, that, that would be cool. Yeah. Save me some money. It's probably better than that new Home Alone movie that I haven't seen. Oh, that's pretty good. Ugh. Is it? It's pretty good if you took out the robbers and made like innocent parents become like horrible child abusers. <laughs> well, and, that's what the first one was kind of was. Yeah, it's a little more parents. fucked up. It's it's fine though. In the context of like all five, I think Home Alone movies. This is like top. This is the third best <laughs> oh, no. one. So <laughs> this is the top five. Yeah, watch it. Just don't expect much. It's got Buzz. Buzz is in it. Also, Buzz is in jail because he uh, apparently choked and punched his girlfriend uh, the other week. There was like a convention Ugh. and apparently they were drinking after convention when two fans came up to Buzz and girlfriend in bar. And I guess she gave two signed like autograph photos away to them for free, which Buzz didn't like. And then he like choked a bitch. <laughs> oh so yeah. didn't end well for Buzz. Yeah. Life of a famous person. Yeah, well, he's right? 44. Yeah. And apparently the $30 you would have gotten from those autographed photos was very important to him. Sorry, Buzz. You feel well, the animal? Yeah. Uh, Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> that's what they should have said. Maybe that's what happened. Yes. I mean, what do? You, how many things do you think? Do you think he gets asked more? Can I have your autograph? Or do you know Macaulay Culkin? Probably yes. That <laughs> definitely that. Not the autograph. <clears throat> it's funny. Wow. Oh, I think it's time to wrap it up. It is. Friends, we appreciate you listening to our lovely, lovely podcast. I have a question. If you've been playing Firewatch or you have an experience different than mine, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, make sure you send that to weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, follow us on our social media on Twitter, Facebook, not Instagram. We don't have that. Grinder? Do we have Grinder? Yep. Is that a yep. thing? Farmers yep. only. Sounds also. good. Yeah. Make sure you're following us on those as well. And you can find all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com. As always, friends, be kind. Rewind. Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Gary's. Thanks, Gary's. Kevin! <laughs>